1: Hey there folks, this is Matt Welch, sports editor with Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this Rapid Reaction edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. Uh, Let's recap my game from Friday. I was out at Children's Health Stadium at Prosper ISD, my first ever trip to the brand new high school football stadium out in Prosper a very nice stadium, I will add, um, for the uh, for the District Nine Six A season finale between Prosper and Plano, a matchup with plenty at stake um, regarding the District Nine Six A playoff picture. Um, you know, you had Plano, which simply just needed a win on Friday to uh, to get into the playoffs. A loss, however, and that last playoff spot was going to go to the winner of the McKinney McKinney Boyd game. Meanwhile, you had Prosper, whose playoff landscape could completely change with a win or a loss. Uh, uh, a win would bump them up to the 6A Division 1 bracket a loss puts them at 6A Division 2 um, so yeah for all of the uh, the pomp and circumstance and you know for all the uh, the just the win and get in mentality that Plano carried into this one this one um yeah it got ugly in a hurry you had a competitive back and forth first quarter and then prosper with a uh, with a 34 to 7 advantage in the uh in the second quarter and that is more than enough to pace a 58 to 27 victory over the wildcats uh prosper able to bounce back from its loss last week to allen and um and they do so yeah they finish uh finish tied for second place in district nine six a get a little momentum going into the playoffs and they take the uh i guess that low seed in the six a division one bracket now a spot that um was in play for plano but But um, obviously, with that loss on Friday, the Wildcats will miss the playoffs for the second straight season. And yes, as everyone knows by this point, there will be no playoff football in Plano ISD. The first time in 30 years, since 1989, that Plano ISD is left on the outside looking in of the high school football postseason. Um, Yeah, you know, with Plano, it it's just, it's, it's wild to think how we got to this point because, you know, you look just a few weeks ago, uh, a finish like this could not have been more far-fetched as Plano was, uh, was coming off that, uh, that thrilling victory over McKinney, uh, 56 to 49 looked like that had given them the requisite cushion that they would need to be able to ensure that the, uh, the school district can sneak one team into the playoffs. Um, you know, Plano West, you know, obviously their fate was sealed early, uh, early into the, uh, into the district schedule. And then Plano East, you know, they were kind of on the, Outside looking in the entire way as well, so everything was kind of rested on the uh, the Wildcats' shoulders, and yeah, this one was, uh, you know, I mean, they faced the same odds last season. You know, they needed a win over Prosper to clinch a playoff berth. They, um, you know, they fell behind big last year and then mounted a second-half comeback before ultimately falling just a uh, just a hairline short. In um, this one, though. It was, I mean, this was as big a beating as Plano has taken all season, and that includes that season opener against Hebron, as they are dealt their most lopsided loss of the season, Um, and yeah, Prosper just did not give Plano even a chance to, uh, to really make this one competitive, you know, Plano... Was able to, you know, at the very least, you know, Plano gets down 7 nothing, and then they advance into into Prosper territory. You know, Prosper, which was so aggressive on defense, you know, really blitzing a ton, sending a lot of pressure off the edge to really kind of speed up that Plano passing game. You know, Plano had some success there, you know, late in the first quarter, really kind of finding some stuff underneath. And they were able to get, um, you know, a couple completions to, you know, Isaiah Calhoun and... And then Cody Christ, and they were able to, um, you know, really generate some what looked like some nice little sustainable offense. Um, you know, they end up stalling out there, they uh, they uh you know, commit a turnover on downs after um you know after just they they tried to then switch things up and try to get something going on the ground. Prosper wasn't having it. The real play that uh that kind of I guess might as well have just goosed any momentum that Plano had was on third and uh, one, I believe. They tried a a direct snap to Tylen Hines that Prosper just engulfed you know, they swallowed him up in the backfield for a five-yard loss, um, an incomplete pass on fourth down follows, uh, turnover on downs, and then Prosper was off to the races. Uh, like I said, Prosper scored 34 points in the uh, in the second quarter alone. Uh, and within that came six scoring drives. It's really hard to cram six scoring drives into a single quarter, but Prosper somehow managed to pull that off. Um, overall, they scored on 10 consecutive offensive series, and yeah, this one was, uh, this one wasn't even close. was up 41 to seven at the half. So any sort of suspense as to whether or not Plano might be able to, uh, you know, perhaps pull off some, uh, you know, some late heroics and, uh, yeah, perhaps maybe a muddy up the playoff equation. Nope, Prosper was not having any of that. They get huge games from uh, from JT Lane. He had uh, you know I think by all accounts his best game of the season up to this point. You know he had a, a season high in uh, in rushing yardage with 171 yards. He had four touchdowns on the ground. Um, yeah, he was all over the place. The quarterback Jackson Berry was very efficient through the air with um you know with 235 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, their wide receiver Cameron Harpole had an impressive grab in the in the back of the end zone. For uh, for his uh, for his uh, his lone touchdown of the night, he had four catches for 73 yards, and just the defense was all over the place. I mean, they uh, like I said, they they really kind of sped up the Plano passing game by generating some steady pressure in the backfield. They held Oliver Towns under 50 percent completions, and um, you know Tylen Hines got loose a few times there in the second half. But for one half at least, there was not a whole lot that Plano could really hang its head on in terms of establishing the run. Um, you know, Hines did have a 25 yard touchdown run in the first half for Plano's only points. Uh, I guess over the first two quarters but outside of that though I mean yeah this Plano's run game once again you know that's kind of been a a consistency with this uh, this three-game losing streak just the inability to establish the run and obviously it didn't help matters that Plano was once again you know still shorthanded at receiver as has been documented plenty over the last few weeks they did get Nolan Williams back you know, so there at least was that working in their favor, and you know he still had some moments there in the second half. You know he caught a pair of touchdown passes, had three catches for 48 yards, but um, but no Jaden Chambers, no Christian Sabatini, and uh, again, just not the uh, you know, just not the requisite firepower that Plano had earlier in the season, with as reliant as that passing game was on those three wide receivers. Um, so yeah, all in all, it just adds up to another uh, another difficult night for the Plano offense. You know they end up finishing with 279 yards, but a lot of that that came in the second half. I mean through one half in this game, Prosper was at a head out Plano 333 to 96. you know, Plano was held just 14 yards rushing. Now granted some of that was on a uh, on a loss on a, uh, on, a on a botched uh, snap on fourth down as a as a punt sailed way high and resulted in a uh, in a 37-yard loss. Uh, once again, special teams have been a sore spot for Plano all season long. Um, so yeah, it just this Flat out just wasn't much of a game, you know. I mean, and with Plano, you know, you feel for those uh, for those seniors who would, uh, who would really, you know, work to try to position the program for it, uh, you know, to get back into the playoffs and then for it to end the way that it did, um, you know, that's just a, that's a tough pill to swallow. And now, uh, you know, you look ahead as to what this means on both sides. You know, with Prosper, I mean, they're, uh, like I said, their entire playoff landscape changes by getting bumped up into the uh, 6A Division I bracket. So there was a, you know, there was some concern or you know, they're going to incur the same fate altogether that they had last year and end up uh, having a promising season, but then ultimately getting, you know, just steamrolled by Longview in the second round. And now they avoid Longview altogether. They're on the opposite end of the uh, the 6A D1 bracket from the likes of Allen and Rockwall. So, you know, there is a, uh, and again, they'll still have to face, you know, like the, you know, if they're able to, again, make some headway in the playoffs, you know, they do start off with, I believe it's Wiley who they're going to draw in the first round, which that should be a winnable game for Prosper, given what both teams have shown through a regular season. You know, but then you're looking looking. At like the Waco Midways of the uh, of the region, and you know, there's at least a roadmap for Prosper if they're able to, you know, build off of what they were able to do on Friday that they could still make a little bit of noise in the playoffs. You know, before perhaps running into an Allen or a Rockwall or whatnot. But um, yeah, Prosper gets some late momentum heading into the postseason, and with Plano. Like I said, you feel for, you know, for the players like the the Cody Chris and the Isaiah Calhouns and the Christian Sabatinis, the players that have bled so much into that program over the years, that that hard work, you know, wasn't rewarded with a, with the playoff berth, particularly when you consider just how, like, you know, midway through the season, how things look to be rounding into form for this Plano team, and now, um, you know, on the heels of a three-game losing streak to close things out— it just raises a bunch of you know sentiments of perhaps what could have been with this Plano team, and now is is they as uh, they miss the playoffs for the second straight year, and um, you know just the uh, kind of the uh, the outward perception of uh, of Plano ISD right now. And I'm, I'm just thinking I'm I'm sitting there in the press box, and you know there's a uh, you know right as Prosper is you know extending its lead to 41 to seven and there's a gentleman um i believe affiliated with Prosper behind me who um you know as he's getting up to you know to exit the press box you hear him say this is not the plano i used to know and thinking of just what the uh, again the perception of what plano senior was once upon a time back in the uh, you know in the 1980s when they were uh, raking in state championships by the score and you know they were the uh, they were the big dog in the state and, you know, how much is uh, you know how much the landscape has just has changed since then, you know, compared to a team like a Prosper, which right around that same time, you know, in 1985, when Prosper was just a Class A program, they had to have their uh, their 1985 season outright canceled. Because they could only field something like a 12-man roster or something along those lines. So just where, um, just where things are at right now, and just how different the landscape has changed, as um, as folks try to uh, come to grips with the idea of the, uh, of the school district with the second, third, and fourth largest high schools in the entire state, missing the uh, the high school football playoffs altogether. Um, you know it's uh. It's been a it, was a it was a tough year in the gridiron for Plano ISD as they uh, as they get an early jump on the uh, on the off season and prosper moves on to the uh, to the playoffs for the uh, the second straight year in Class 6A and we'll see what is a. Uh, what is in store for the eagles in the uh, in the weeks to come. So um yeah folks, that'll um that'll do it for this uh, this rapid reaction of the Star Local Media High School Sports podcast. Um, you can check out my story on our website at starlocalmedia.com. I'll have some video highlights to accompany that as well. Otherwise folks, this has been Matt Welch. I appreciate you all for checking this out. You enjoy the rest of your weekend and I will talk to y'all later.
0: Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than starlocaljobs.com.